0: Family Dental.
1: For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Connie. <laughs>
0: Hillary Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO. Bill Bender at the bottom of the hour from the sporting news, catch up on all the college football news, of which there is some. Yes, breaking news. Sip said when he joined us that was one of his final statements. Well, you expect some news on Adrian Martinez today. Your game. Um, <laughs> ten minutes later, Adrian Martinez is in the transfer portal. The speculation, per Sean Callahan which is he runs the Rivals site, um, is K-State. Oh, really? His girlfriend, apparently, is a soccer player Uh at Kansas State. Skyler Thompson's a senior. Yes, he is. And really good. And really good. Adrian Martinez, depending on what quarter you tune in, (laughs) really good. Yeah. Uh, now, if you stick around and watch the whole game, there's probably going to be something that makes you scratch your head.
2: Well, get the Scott Frost out of him, get the now, Chris you know Kleiman what? in him.
0: I wonder. That's a great point, Trent. I wonder if that'll make a difference. Look, it's it's not a fait accompli that that's where he's going, but that is the speculation. Adrian Martinez, uh, in the transfer portal, will he... Um, Show up at K State remains to be seen. We are about to talk some Hawkeye hoops with our friend Wade Looking Bill. We do a whole bunch with Wade. We're grateful for the relationship for the first time this year on the eve of Big Ten play. With Purdue and with Illinois and then at Cyhawk Hawk a week from tonight, what a crazy seven days it's going to be, Wade-looking, Bill. And with the exception of Virginia game, which was, you know, they were tested in that game, it's about time that they're going to play a team that has a pulse, in my opinion. How are you?
3: I'm really good, man. Thanks for having me, guys. It's just, just... Uh... Feels like feels like you know April second, not uh, December second, but it is definitely basketball season.
0: Yeah, indeed, it is. So you know from what you've seen, and the, the competition hasn't been the the, the stoutest. Um, just your before we kind of you know dive down into a little bit, your thoughts on what you've seen so far, Wade?
3: Yeah. So I, I I think the schedule actually set up perfect for this Iowa team. You know they lost they lost four starters, two pros out of those four, and you can argue that Jack Dungey was kind of a kind of a fifth starter you know, if he would have been healthy and if he wouldn't have had all the family issues, just tragic story. Wish him all the best. So you lost, you so lost basically five starters off that team, right? You got J-Ball back, but so they, they needed some time to kind of gel and figure things out. And I think that's exactly what they got. And then when they play that Virginia, you know, that was, and I stole this from somebody, I don't know where I heard it, but that was, you know, that was Keegan Murray's first game, in a a true road environment because every road game he played last year there were there were no fans in the the stands you know so so that's something that's unique to kind of get that under your belt so I I think they're doing a good job kind of easing into it and they passed every test you know this is not a potential number one seed Virginia type of team like they have been in the past I like T.J. Clark that point guard and that big kid with the curly hair is probably a pro I can't remember his name but that's still a road win against an ACC team in, in a hostile environment. And that that's a great way to start the year.
2: No doubt. Keegan Murray, first time, of course, this year as a mark man. And I know the question for me and a lot of people was yeah, is great. You understand why the NBA is intrigued with him and his skill set, but can he be a go to guy? Is he a guy that you can get 18, 20 points a game? Again, it's going to ramp up here and we're going to see. But the development of Keegan Murray, what you've seen from him and how he's expanded his game so much here in this offseason.
3: It's been great. It's been great. I mean, you know, he was he was good last year, but, but he was the he was the fifth, maybe even sixth option on that team. But you would see Spurts. You would see Spurts where he'd block a shot at one end and then and then get a dunk on the other end, but then he'd score six points the whole game. But you could see the potential and boy, those those first four or five games he would have of of, of this year. You know, he had 28 points in the games, but he, he'd have 22 and eight at half. I mean, and I I I know they're playing weaker opponents, but he would have 20 points at half against the D1 teams that offer scholarships. You know, they, it wasn't like they were playing Coe or Simpson. You know, no no offense to those teams, but those were D1 teams. Now. He's going to get a test tomorrow night because Jaden Ivey is Ugh. unbelievable. He's the most athletic kid, I think, in the nation. I mean, he can do things. He looks like Zach Levine out there running and jumping and handling the ball. Um, not super big. So I think he's 6'4", but he plays really, really long. But that's going to be a really good test for Keegan to see what he's like or how he can perform against a an, another potential lottery pick.
0: Wade, looking Bill, is there a guess? Wade, who does he remind you of that wore a Hawkeye uniform, whether it was in your era or subsequent to that? Does he remind you How of anybody? Keegan? Yes, Keegan. Yeah. How about Keegan. Yep. Boy,
3: you know he's. It's just that new era player that's six eight and you know can 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 grab a rebound, take it down the court. You know, shoot threes. The game has changed so much. He's got that long wingspan. Maybe Aaron White a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, but but that kind of that past era where Aaron, you know, wasn't quite the ball handler, but you could see kids developing like that. Cause Aaron was athletic. He'd come down and, you know, embarrass kids too. Some, somebody like that. Um, like when I played, you know, it was get a rebound, get it to the point guard. I mean, no, nobody ever thought about bringing the ball up the court themselves. And now, you know, you see guys like Keegan, Chris, Peyton Sanford, I think has a little bit of that can, can get a rebound, start the break. Um, Keegan's really special. Well it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the season goes on and he's gonna have some some decisions to make and you know, it's just something that if you want to come back for another year or two and, and maybe go from, you know, say he's the twenty seventh pick in the draft this year to the eighth pick next year. You know, I, I think that's something you gotta think about. But but the best thing for him is to is, is, is to stay healthy, obviously, and then just, you know, win games and perform really well against Johnny Davis from Wisconsin, or Jaden Ivey,
2: Friday night. It's already 21. That's getting old for the NBA circles, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. the way they look at players. You know, his yeah, brother... Yeah. prep school, you're yeah. right, no? Yeah. His brother, Chris, yeah. has been a revelation. Now, he's shooting the ball in an incredible clip. He's 11 of 18 from three, 61%. Obviously, that's not going to continue, but we've heard better shooter. That certainly played out this year. His skill set, and a guy that certainly didn't even get the minutes that Keegan did a year ago, you got to figure... The upside, maybe not at the level of Keegan, but pretty darn close. In Iowa, they need shooters. Chris keeps shooting the ball like this. It's going to be a lot of minutes for him.
3: Yeah, I, I think he's just almost exactly a year behind Keegan. Mm-hmm. You know, you see a, a, a little bit the way Keegan played last year. Chris is doing that this year. You know, he, he he'll play eight minutes in one game and score two points, and he'll play the next night and get and get fourteen. You know, I, I think he's just a little bit behind or whatever the, the the word is behind Keegan, just just in his development. But again he shows sparks, you know, maybe not quite as athletic, not quite as quick, but maybe a better shooter, you know, and that and that left hand's always kinda of funky. I, I think that's an advantage. But he just gotta keep, you know, working on his game and, and keep improving. But he he's he definitely got a chance.
0: I want to go back to Peyton Sanford, who you mentioned uh, a minute ago. And it's, it's been, uh, you know, the soft schedule has been great for his development. Yet we saw Monday night roll around and they played Virginia and his minutes were uh, cut appreciably. I think he played three minutes in the basketball game. Your your thoughts on him as he tries to get his feet wet uh, in college basketball. And then how do you think Fran will use him uh, now that we've reached the Big Ten portion, at least for a couple of games uh, before we get back to non-con, uh, how do you think he'll use him? What will his minutes be like once we get to the Big Ten?
3: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be something kind of a kind of a game to game thing. You know, like Purdue Friday night, they might use Josh Ugandale more than say Peyton or, or give uh, Riley Mulvey some, some some minutes just to come in and bang with with how big Purdue is. You know, I think it was something um, again at, at Virginia where. You know just kind of shorten the bench up, get those freshmen like like Peyton just kind of a let him let him kind of sink everything in just and just get a feel for him he he does one thing better than almost everybody and that's shoot the basketball and at six seven six eight he can really stretch the defense you know he had nineteen points one night twenty one the other night and and he's not just a shooter you know you saw him finish on the break one time and he can handle it. he can rebound and he's the type of guy that can guard twos can guard threes and even in a pinch with the way Iowa plays, he, he might have to guard the fours, kind of that Connor McCaffrey kind of role. But he'll he'll have games where he plays 22 minutes, and he'll have games where he plays like he did the other night, plays three or four. But, again, they need shooters. Everybody needs shooters, and, and that's one thing Peyton can really do well.
2: Talking with Wade Looking Bill, former Hawkeye basketball player, king of the pump fake. and You can also <laughs> – back uh, doing basketball on MediaCom also this winter. Are you going to be doing some high school hoops? absolutely i saw you at the northwest uh, valley
3: game the other night that, that was a great game but yeah uh Medicom's doing a great job with with local basketball we're going to probably get a couple games here in before the break trying to finalize the schedule and then get some more after christmas so it, it'll be a lot of fun a lot of good a lot of good young high school players in, in the in the metro you know, it's probably down a little bit from last year but um games is really good a couple of really good freshmen on, the, on on that valley team yeah. they got a chance to watch you know in the future but uh Johnson's
2: got some players. It'll be fun. Gonna be a fun one, no doubt. Wade back to Iowa. And, you know, Ken mentioned the three game stretch they have coming up over the next week. It's really four games. That Saturday trip up to South Dakota, take on Utah yeah, State. Yeah. They're playing. They tonight. won last night, did they not? They played tonight. They got a big game against St. Mary's, okay. who's off to a really good yep. start. Uh that one's on CBS Sports Network going to be keeping a close eye on that one. If I gave you a split right now, I gave you two and two over this four game stretch. Would you take it?
3: You know, let's see. So you got. Let me think. You got at Purdue. It's that's going to be tough. (laughs) That's going to be tough. Um, I think they get Illinois. I think Kofi Coburn is a is a monster. He's a great player, but you know, I don't think he's in great shape. Um, I think they run him more. So yes, I I would take two and two. But if you look at the Big Ten, besides Purdue, I mean, who are you really scared of? You know, Wisconsin's Mm -hmm. been, been been okay. Michigan State's up and down. Michigan got embarrassed last yeah, night. A, got a, beat. A, a decent Carolina team, but they that wasn't like Jerry Stackhouse and Rasheed Wallace, <laughs> right? Carolina. I mean, so so if you talk about the Big Ten, I I think the number is ten and ten. If they can go ten and ten, and I haven't broken down the schedule enough, but that's you know say eight and two at home, two and eight on the road, that gets you in. And then once you're in the tournament, again, Purdue's good, Gonzaga's good. Duke's good, but there isn't really a team that scares you, you know. So now you just kind of got to get in, keep getting better. But the answer to question, I would take two and two. You know, it's it's going to be a battle. I don't, I don't think I was, you know, probably won't be favored in any road Big Ten games this year. Maybe I, I don't know the schedule. Like if they go to Penn State, maybe at Northwestern. But it's going to be a battle. But again, I think the pieces are there. Keep getting better. Um, get more from. From uh, uh, Rabracha, you know, I think he's still kind of figuring out high major basketball. But I would take two and two, and then, you know, the Big Ten, let's go. Let's find out how, mm-hmm. how, how good they are.
0: Uh, last thing for you, Wade, and we'll talk to you next Thursday on on the day of Cy Hawk. I don't know if your schedule's allowed. Have you seen Iowa State play this year? If so, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I, I watched them over the Thanksgiving weekend. You know, I, I think they kind of the same thing as Iowa. Had a, had an easy non-conference um and then and then I think with Iowa too, you know, Iowa State got a pretty good draw uh with Xavier, who was banged up. They were missing two starters. And then that Memphis team, they're a mess. They got beat again last night. It's it it's bizarre how bad they play. And it's just that's a whole other conversation. But but I Iowa State's got some dudes. You know, that that kid from Penn State is is athletic.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, Gabe Gabe Kalcher, yeah. you know, he started every game of his career at Minnesota. He can guard. Um, I think they've done a good job kind of getting rid of last year's team. I think Conn is the only guy that's back.
0: Trey Jackson.
3: Even from last year. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, T.J.'s a good coach. He's a good coach. He'll get it done. You know. And I think it's just something where this is kind of a quick fix, and then you got to keep bringing in – uh, uh transfers mix in a couple of high school kids so you can keep building on it I, I, I think that was Perlm's problem is he kept trying to transfer 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 never got high school kids that really kind of kept that kept that ball rolling but They're a good team. that
2: will be fun next Thursday. It is going to be ramped up in a big way, and J-Bo get another chance inside of Hilton after uh, left issues there a couple years ago. So you know they're going to be after him in that one. Wade, uh, a sad story, disappointing uh, yesterday that came out from Tuesday night. Speaking of high school basketballs, we were earlier down in Carlisle and the handshake line, you're really close to the game. You're down on the floor when you're calling games. You're inside the game. You know it well. Is there a change in kids seeing things like this? There was another incident in another part of Iowa on Tuesday night. Do you see a change in the handshake lines and what's happening just in general? Yeah. You, 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 know, you play I, the Fab Five. You know about trash talking. <laughs> Does yeah. it seem different?
3: Yeah. you know, I, I saw that kid got arrested and I heard, you know, the rumors that other kid that got hit was talking about his mom and his mm. sister and who knows, who, who knows what's going on there, but, that being said, we can't have that. I, I think the problem is, if that would have happened 30 years ago when I was in high school, you you, you would have maybe heard about it, but you would not have seen it. Right. You know, and there would have been some urban legend, some mm-hmm. urban myth. But now everybody in the country is going to see that video, and it kind of plants that seed in the back of your head. Um, I like the handshake line. People have said we got to get rid of it, but why? I mean, you know, just it's still a game and it's still a competition, um, but they can't have that happening. I I feel bad for the for both those young men because the one kid that threw the punches obviously has some some issues, um, but that can't happen. I I don't think the kids have changed so much. I think just think it's the way society in general. You know, you look at the NBA or how people celebrate. A, even a first down in the NFL, I mean, <laughs> really? the first down. You know, I mean, come on.
0: When you you're know, down three scores, right?
3: yeah, it's just. you know, I like that. I, I like emotion, but when you flip that switch like that and, and turn that into anger and aggression, and somebody's gonna get hurt, and that was that was too bad that it had to happen in that situation in the state of Iowa, and there's gonna be. Re- Definitely, be repercussions from that. No so, question yeah, about it, yeah. as, there,
0: as there should be. Wade, looking Bill, joining us. Wade, we'll talk to you a week from today. Thanks for doing this. Look forward to a whole bunch of these visits with us uh, throughout basketball season. Thank you, Wade, looking Bill. Thank
2: you, guys. We'll talk to you next yep, time. Good to you. talk to you, Wade, looking Bill, on Iowa. Who does he do the games with? BJ Shapen. Uh, BJ does some yeah. of the games. Yeah, um, I did one with for Wade. Mediacom, did Yeah, you? yeah. When BJ, I think he, BJ was out. Maybe he had sick kid or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I got called out of the bullpen. Wade's really fun to do games with too, yeah. and. He towers over me as we're sitting next to each other. I'm a foot taller. The stand ups is it's T V, you know, normally sure. I do radio. Gotta do stand ups though for, for T V and We well, can't wear shorts. No, got gotta adjust when I'm doing the games with Wade. Get some lifts in my shoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh good stuff. Uh Bill Bender
0: will join us next. Uh we'll catch up with uh, with Bill what uh, what he makes of all
2: of the college football news that's come out and all it's been crazy, Trent. It really has. It's nuts. So what is this? Is this an evolution of the sport? Are we going to a bad place? I heard that. Well, we're already there because name, image, and likeness killed the sport this year, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with that, right? It, it, didn't, All these... it didn't even create a wave. Remember the oh, gloom?
0: Oh yes, it,
2: amateurism is it's over. It's going to change.
0: Nobody will watch it, <laughs> right? Idiots. Did you see the numbers that came out on that uh, that one spreadsheet that was sent to us? The number of I was the one that retweeted that first. That, oh, it, did you? Yeah, I
2: found that. Yesterday, holy mackerel! Big yes. Ten. Big Ten's pretty popular conference when it comes to college football. So, if you missed it, go check out my my Twitter feed at Trent Condon. It breaks down by school each of the ratings on TV. These are TV numbers throughout the whole season. Ohio State, the top-ranked team in television numbers. Michigan right behind it. Alabama, Penn State, Georgia, your top five. Iowa checks in at number eighteen. And I remember hearing uh, it was a media podcast they were talking about this a couple years ago and they mentioned you know who in college football is really popular that nobody'd ever think of the iowa hawkeyes is that right still get good numbers even when they're not playing the heavy heads yeah they're going to rate when they play penn state Uh and Ohio state and those are going to be big numbers and they're going to get a huge one on saturday night but just your run-of-the-mill conference game they said iowa always gets better numbers than people would Mm. realize there's still a national brand attached to it. And when people are playing that summer game of the doom and gloom, if they go to a 32-team super conference and I would be left out, I, that's why I always pump the brakes because of those kind of things. They of these bring eyeballs shows. to TV sets. They that's do. what it's about. It's a brand. Yeah. It's a national yeah. brand that has been in people's lives now for 40 years. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. Well, those 80s Rose Bowl appearances, yes. even though they didn't go their way, they certainly didn't hurt. No, not at all. It's been a relevant uh-huh. program for four decades, and that's why... When you look at those kind of big things and you get a little nervous about it, yeah, if it's 16, yeah, they're not going to mm. be there. 24, 32, 36, 48, whatever,
0: I was still going to be in good shape. Uh, the uh, playoff expansion committee met and really uh, spun their wheels. Again. And it you felt know, but like. Here's the new good news. It sounds as though they are okay with first round being on site, good. on
2: campus. cut out the middleman of the stupid Bulls. Well,
0: and here's the sticking point apparently there's a group that wants eight. There's a group that wants 12, and of the group that wants the 12, they don't
2: want the automatic bids. It's the top six conference champions. The original proposal, that's what the American Athletic Conference wants. That's what Mountain West wants. The original proposal Mm -hmm. that looked like it was on its way to being time-stamped until stupid Texas and Oklahoma had to screw everything up. Until that, yeah, it looked like that was going to be the case. And I get it from their perspective. Think Think of it this year. You are... Utah. You win your conference, you're ten and three. That means an automatic bid, and you're an undefeated team from the MAC. And you're not going to get in because a ten and three mm-hmm. Utah team is going to get in there. That's where their frustration is. Yo. you're a team like that. Some of those teams we've seen in the past, and you're going to be left out because the winner of this year's ACC gets in over you. <laughs> I can understand some of those frustrations. Uh, it's 1125. We'll be back with Bill Bender. He writes
0: uh, college football for the Sporting News. Miller and Condon with you until noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Local sports. With year-end approaching, you may have a surplus of dental care as part of your health plan. Fuller Dental has appointments available between now and year's end. Visit fullerdental.net or call 515-266-3437. 266-3437 to schedule your appointment
2: at fuller the central iowa sports network is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the ciml and the only place to watch des moines menace soccer providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on youtube and at cisn.tv subscribe to cisn tv on youtube to stay up to date on upcoming events like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV CISN TV, the home for live in Ankeny. Building a better
0: community doesn't happen overnight. It takes hard work, dedication, and sacrifice. It takes a team and it takes time. That's why for 75 years, we at NCMIC have been here working for you and with you. But this anniversary... We're not just looking back, we're focusing on the future, on building Iowa, on the better days ahead, and on how together we can all start taking the path forward.
2: Podcasts. Joined by Dr. Ethan Heisman from Elite Eye Care University Avenue in West Des Moines. I suffer from dry eyes. It's not just eye drops. There's other treatments that are out there.
1: We have one of the newest treatments available in our office. It's called Intense Pulsed Light, or IPL. It targets the abnormal blood vessels that are the root cause of the inflammation causing dry eye. The side benefit is you don't see those blood vessels anymore.
2: That's Elite Eye Care. 92.50 University Avenue in West Des Moines. And a new location, the eye company...
1: Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM.
0: All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. 1130 Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you until noon. Circa presents Play of the Day. That's coming up in about 20 minutes as Trent will give us his take on the gambling lock of the night. Yeah. Two and four yesterday. Yeah, it was a tough one. Yes, I uh, was football tonight, so maybe we will get you back into NFL mode. Let's find out, but we'll do this first, and he's our friend Bill Bender, and he joins us as we talk college football in a crazy four or five days. Has it not been Bill Bender? How are you?
1: I don't know where to start. I mean, we can start with the playoff rankings, the coaching hires. I'll let you guys take the wheel, but good to talk to you as always.
0: No, great to talk to you as always as well. So, yeah, let's start with the coaching and and the latest uh, news. Uh, Not a does, you know, out at Colorado State. That doesn't move any needles. Uh, But Marcus Freeman apparently going to be named at Notre Dame. Tommy Reese stays. Uh, this is huge news. I think for the very reason a he's young, the Notre Dame decided for the first time that we don't need a coach with head coaching experience. let's get the guy that seemingly uh, is, has done a great job for us and has proven um, just by by listening to the the current players and those who were there in the past, that this guy does have what it takes. Notre Dame kind of go stepping out of their box a little bit for this hire, and I think it'll prove to uh, be very uh, popular.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, players, coach, like you said, it is the roll of a dice with no experience, but I think Freeman, the first name that came out of Kyle Hamilton's mouth on that Notre Dame players podcast is Marcus Freeman. So I I think the players have his back. It it legitimizes what they've done. It keeps it together. Um, Brian Kelly's move was shocking in a lot of ways, but then not shocking when you consider the money involved. So all of that works, and I think – Notre Dame is going to be in good hands with Marcus Freeman.
2: Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame, going to LSU. I think we all connect the dots. Maybe there's just a, a peak that he's reached at Notre Dame and trying to win that national championship. Uh, we've seen two coaches that I don't think have the same pedigree as him that won national championships recently with Orgeron and, of course, Les Miles before it. What does that say, though, to you about the Notre Dame job? Is it that? Is that as high as that you can get? You can be a playoff team and then you're going to get clubbed? Or is there still another level with the hurdles that are at Notre Dame?
1: Um, you know, it's it's a tough job. It really is. And I think, you know, I understand the recruiting element that um, Brian Kelly moved on, and, and he'll be able to get some guys that maybe he couldn't get into Notre Dame. But at the same time, I think Marcus Freeman's going to do a good job recruiting the right guys to play at Notre Dame. So, In some ways, that's going to be a wash. I think the big thing with BK going to Notre Dame is, or going to LSU is that he wants to take that next step. He wants to win a national championship, and I think that's something that could happen.
0: Uh, Lincoln Riley, uh, I think he's in a better place as far as getting to the playoff and potentially uh, getting uh, USC back to where they once were. Not too many years ago, but it's been a while now. Uh, it seemed like this caught most people off guard, that if, if uh, Lincoln Riley was going to go, was going to be to LSU. He denied it in his press conference. Uh, that he's No, I'm not going to LSU, but that, <laughs> that's the question he was asked, and he answered it truthfully. Uh, obviously, this caught most people off guard. Do you think that this is a good move? Move uh, professionally for him?
1: Well, I think Lincoln Riley's a guy that it's going to be an interesting lifestyle choice because he gets to go to California. That is a program that's been dying and itching to win, and he'll get his offense going there. I think if he can keep the West Coast kids on the West Coast, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, with all of that, um, I think USD is uh, going to be really good here in a few years. Now, did he duck the SEC? I don't think so. I I just think, but it makes you think. We were talking about what was missing with Oklahoma the last three or four weeks. Makes you wonder if this was what was really going on behind the scenes.
2: Let's get to the games, and let's start with the Big Ten championship game, as we all had it, Michigan-Iowa before the season, and probably not yet. Here we are. Harbaugh looked like maybe this was going to be his last stand. He goes out there, finally beats Ohio State, and now is a game away from the college football playoff. Iowa left for dead after the Wisconsin game, and here they are back in Indy for the first time in six seasons. We know Iowa can't just play straight up, right? I mean, they're going to have to probably force a couple of turnovers, make it difficult on McNamara, and find a way to slow down that running game. Iowa, though, do you give them any realistic shot?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at the last two meetings. If they run the football well and control the clock, and can limit Michigan's running game with those linebackers that just broke this match down for us. So I think that's really the key. And then for Petras, it's uh, avoiding the big turnovers, You know, avoiding that edge getting in third and long where they can tee off with Ojabo and Hutchinson. And the first quarter is going to be really important because Iowa hasn't got off the fast starts, as you guys know. And if Michigan builds on that momentum from Ohio State and bangs in too quick when going to be tough for the
0: Hawkeyes to catch up indeed it will let's start with Friday night because that's where you know ABC has it it's the Pac-12 championship we watched Utah uh, really dispatch Oregon a couple of weeks ago in in relatively easy fashion I think it's going to be a better game uh how did you um how did how do you see the Pac-12 championship Friday
1: um I think it will be a tighter game I picked Oregon to win I think you know not being at Utah having two weeks to adjust if they can get the running game going You take Utah out of Utah, it it becomes a little bit different. It will be entertaining. And Oregon still, you know, where they're at at 10, and Trent mentioned all those scenarios I laid out, I mean, it would be a super outside shot. But I think playing for that third straight Pactol championship, I think the Ducks get it done.
2: Ducks over the Utes in the rematch. Another rematch in the Big 12. It's Baylor against Oklahoma State, another team with playoff aspirations. And Baylor With a few breaks, they very well might have a path to get into the college football playoff. Certainly need a lot of help to get there. We saw it earlier this season. Oklahoma State dominated. The questions remain. Bohannon for Baylor. Will he or won't he be able to go? What do you see in the Big 12?
1: Um, You know, if Bohannon plays, it's a different game, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, Oklahoma State, that defense has been the story. In the first game, both teams, neither team could run the ball. It's just that Oklahoma State had more Opportunities and they shook off turnovers, I think it'll be a little tighter this way, this one also, but um, tremendous opportunity for the Cowboys here because if they win, they're going to force the issue, whether it's from Alabama losing if that happens or – even with Cincinnati, so I like the Cowboys to get it done
0: uh, well, you mentioned Alabama losing. Do you think that that's the going to be the case uh, we We watched the Iron Bowl bill it was uh, good for the good for Bama going 97 yards whatever it was uh, with as little time on the clock as they did to tie the game and send it to overtime, eventually get it to overtime um, can you make a case Alabama can win this game going up against that Vonta Georgia defense
1: they can. They can score and, and again it's kind of a psychological thing. If they come out and score a couple quick, Georgia will be wondering, okay, what do we do now? Um, you know, given the history between the teams. I think that game's gonna feel like a national championship game mm. with the talent on the field both sides. Um, Alabama has the guys that are, you know, confident enough to go win that game. And you saw with Bryce Young back, to, back against the wall last week, ninety nine yard drive to save the season, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I still think Georgia finally gets it done here, especially if Seth and Bennett doesn't turn the ball over, but it's going to be a classic.
2: Other championship games. you got Conference USA, UTSA saw the perfect season come to an end against Bailey Zappi and that high-powered Western Kentucky passing attack. MAC championship game, Mountain West, Sun Belt. Of those, quote-unquote, others, which one intrigues you the most? Which one will be the best?
1: I think the American will be fun with Houston playing Cincinnati. And and then you mentioned Western Kentucky and UTSA. They played the ridiculous shootout the first time around, and I think they'll play another one. Um, Those are two kind of off the radar. Louisiana and Billy Napier's last game playing App State, also a fun championship game. Little surprise, Cincinnati-Houston's going up against Georgia-Alabama, but it should be fun.
0: You know, yeah, good luck as far as uh, ratings for that one, uh, the SEC's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right, Bill. It feels like a national championship in a lot of ways. Bill, you're a Heisman voter. You cannot share who you have voted for or who you are thinking of voting for. Uh, when are ballots due? Hopefully it's not until after this weekend, which I believe is the case. And do you think the Heisman is won this weekend?
1: Yeah, I think it will. I mean, if Bryce Young beats Georgia, he'll probably win it. Kenny Pickett's going to have an opportunity, even – Aiden Hutchinson and Jordan Davis as long shot defensive players. Mm-hmm. If that's the story of the weekend, I will fill my ballot out after the weekend. I have an idea. You know, it's tough though. This one, the years I've done it, this one's going to be the hardest one because it's such a muddled race and there's no clear front runner.
0: Yeah, uh, playoff, Bill. Obviously, we don't know what's uh, how it's going to shake out. It, it could be, I mean, it could be bananas, right? We certainly hope that that's the case. Let's say Cincinnati wins. Oklahoma State wins big. They, they handled Baylor. Cincinnati, on the other hand, they struggled. But they're unbeaten when it's all said and done. What's the committee going to do when they make that announcement on Sunday? Well, it's supposed to start at 11 o'clock here Central. We, don't, won't, we won't get to that for a while. At least we don't anticipate. Is Cincinnati going to get in?
1: I think they are, but it's going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be sweating up to the end, especially if Oklahoma State wins. Um the 13-0 record, the beating a top-10 team, the going to the Big 12 soon. And that'll be the storyline if the Big 12 bumps them. This is why they're going to the Big 12, mm-hmm. even though it's not necessarily fair to Luke Fickle and Cincinnati. And kind of a, I know they don't say this, but a two-year body of work.
0: Uh, is Luke Fickle rumored at Oklahoma? What, what's Oklahoma waiting for?
1: I thought they were going with Brent Venables or, or chasing him down. I think they can... They're going to have to find the right guy, and Bob Stoops is going to be very active in that. I thought it said something that Kentucky signed Mark Stoops to an extension because mm-hmm. he would have been a viable candidate for that job. But they're going to have to find a guy to get them prepared to go to the SEC, and I think that's why it's going to take a little bit of time. Bill,
2: the early signing period here just a couple of weeks away, and this has led to what we have here. We have never seen in the NFL a coach leaving for another job because – you know, there's a recruiting period. They don't put the NFL draft on January 15th. <laughs> they wanted to have two signing days, and I understood it, but they completely screwed this up. And do you think there's going to be murmurs? We need to change this. We need to have a second signing day, but instead of having it on December 15th, let's put it before the season, August 15th, something like that, because this is the path that we're going down because of the signing period. Everyone firing coaches early, trying to get ahead of the game, and it, it just it creates such a headache had they screwed this up, ultimately, the way that they built this?
1: Yes, because now, you know, when you have nine Power Five openings that have been filled in December, and we haven't even completed the conference championship game, I think it, it makes schools fire guys quicker and try to hire guys quicker, right? I mean, Clay Helton has been fired and hired in this circle. You know, there's there's all kinds of coaches. So, With Adazio, as you said, I think we're up to 24 coaching changes. I still think we could get up to 30, and and how are you supposed to have the recruiting class be intact? But I think a lot of that's built on guys who want to get into school early.
0: Bill Bender from the Sporting News, sportingnews.com. Bill, great stuff. Thank you. We will uh, talk with you next week. We'll have the Bulls, they'll be announced, the playoffs, etc. Sadly, it's coming to an end, but there's still a lot of fun football. Fingers crossed uh, looking ahead. Thank you, Bill Bender.
1: Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Good
0: to talk to you, Bill Bender, from the Sporting News. Well, Mister Circus Sports, mm-hmm. with your picks yesterday,
2: you can't win every night. No, I, I try. You do scratch out a living, mm-hmm. try to make a little bit. See NFL kill- tonight, Trent. I don't love it. Do you like Kamara's out? Yeah. Armstead's out.
0: Ram- Does he Taysom? Ramsick is. Yeah, Taysom's going to start. But still has got that foot injury.
2: And if if it doesn't work, Trevor Simeon comes off the bench. And when Dallas is good, they're really good. When they're bad, they can be really bad. Mm-hmm. Especially defense. It just, I don't have a good feel. I have a pick, though. On the game or a different game? Basketball. Not the kind that I normally pick. Oh, wow, you're going to the pros. Going to the pros. And our boy Anthony Edwards... Have you been watching him lately? He's so to fun to watch. He's incredible. It. He really
0: is. And do you remember when it was his draft year? Mm-hmm. Eh, this guy's. Just, Wasn't a no winner at Georgia.
2: Right. Doesn't really love the game. He has athleticism. That, oh, it's off the charts. I, I don't want to be hyperbolic. I have not seen this kind of athleticism from a dude. He is so different. His best dunk of the year was called a charge. Right. Yeah. He gets up. Oh, and he can shoot it. And Carl Anthony Towns got hurt last night, looked oh, like it could be major. No. It's not. They got good, good news on that front. They got beat by the Wizards, right? Yeah. Another fourth quarter struggle, but they got a chance to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And that's has got to be a good thing when we really get to that point. We don't obviously talk a whole lot of NBA as, during football season, but it's getting there. Trent, they're fun to watch. That's a fun team. That's yep. got to be good for the Iowa Wolves, right? I mean, I getting them relevant. guess. Some kind of connection there where you have a few more people watching, uh-huh. something... There's not a bunch of T Wolves fans in this market. No, and you know what goes against them, in my
0: opinion. See, so when when the Iowa Wild or or was the Chops Mm -hmm. or whatever when they when the Stars, there really wasn't a hockey team, sure, an NHL team that Des Moines, you know, that's their. It's gonna be our team. Yeah, NBA, they had the Bulls or they had the Lakers Mm -hmm. or the Celtics, wherever, whatever area you grew up. in. It's so fractured. Uh huh. In the NBA in this market. That's why the, the Iowa Wild, I think, have done such a great job of cultivating uh, Minnesota Wild fans. Because right.
2: that, they didn't have that team. Iowa didn't have an NHL team. That's Maybe my take on that. it. We can build that a little bit more. T was sucking for 20 years. Didn't help. No. (laughs) One playoff bid in 20 years? It's going to hurt. Uh, It's 11.45.
0: Back to wrap up the program. Trent's Play of the Day brought to us by Circus Sports. That's next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KM
2: market homeowners have two questions what's the best time to rent out my home and what's the best way to do it the best time is when you're moving, relocating combining households, inheriting a house or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore, the best way to rent hire renter's warehouse, whether you have one home or a property portfolio renter's warehouse does the work so you don't have to, they perfectly price your property so you don't have to they find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to and for a small flat monthly fee, their professional landlords manage your property 24 7, so you don't have to. Collect the rent? You don't have to. Maintenance, inspections, and tax paperwork? You don't have to. There's no upfront fees, no binding contracts, and you can cancel at any time. Find out what your home will rent for by calling 515 528 4429 or go to RentersWarehouse.com. That's RentersWarehouse.com. Renters Warehouse, Des Moines. You can't buy happiness. Home call 1 800 bets off. Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his three? championships it's been a while but the answer is 1993 do you know when wolf roofing started roofing houses that's right 1993 wolf roofing has been around for a long time for your next roofing project put the experience of wolf roofing on your side find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866 or online wolfroofing.net
1: Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him.
0: Hi, I'm Lori Condon. Welcome back. Final couple of minutes of the program. We appreciate you spending some of your morning here with us. Fun show today. Trent's Play the Day momentarily. Before we do that, uh, also an opportunity, Trent, for, uh, for Hawkeye fans, basketball fans, we've mm-hmm. got tickets to give away to the Illinois-Iowa Big Ten home opener on Monday night. Do you know what time is it? at 6 or an 8? Yes. <laughs> it's Monday. Um, regardless of what time it starts, we've got two tickets to give away. And uh, uh, all we need you to do, by the way, the courtesy of our friend Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. You've probably heard his commercials if, you've, uh, if you have dental care as part of your health package and you haven't used it yet, you haven't been to the dentist in a while, Dr. Fuller and his team will get you in over there, East 29th Street, Des Moines, 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. So go to the Miller Condon Twitter account. Total points scored tomorrow, Purdue versus Iowa. Uh, combined, both teams, closes without going over. But the first person to pick that number gets that number. So if you want 123, and that's what it ends up being, but somebody grab 123 ahead of you, they will win the tickets. All we ask is if you're going to win them, use them, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. Put some fannies in seats. It's Coffee Coburn's in town, for God's sakes.
2: Well, you still haven't even seen the tweet because you refuse to follow our Twitter page, right? Because you're weird and you won't go to 202 followers. God run. forbid. I know I'm right around 199. Well, I you think. got one then. Give us a follow okay. at Miller and right, Condon, right. uh, because the picture that I tweeted out with it, yes, was Connor face to face in that game two years ago, and one of the most epic college with basketball Michael Jacobson. Oh, two years ago. That was Against the- Illinois, yeah. Oh, against Illinois. Yeah. Right, right, right. Face to face, last game of the regular season. That oh, was awesome. An incredible
0: And incredible they will event. be the last game of the regular season, but in Champaign this year. Sign me up. On a Sunday, potentially at night. Yeah. I like afternoon games. Yeah, I love Sunday night basketball in the Big Ten. You don't have kids at home. That's true. I wish I did. That would mean I'm young. <laughs> right. And sadly, I'm not. <laughs>
2: well, I got kids at home. And uh, if you saw, I'm. In charge of Elf on the Shelf. My so wife I have no idea what this means. I saw you tweeting something about that, and I. What, so what it's a. Because Williams did something similar. Yeah, it's a somewhat new phenomenon. So you get this little elf. Uh, turn off yeah. the radio if you got kids in the car. Uh, you got this little elf, and this elf looks around and keeps an eye on the kids, and then every night reports back to Santa if they were behaving. Excellent. So then you put them in a new position, so the kids run around in the morning looking to see where the elf was. And he can do different props with them. There's a bunch of kits you can buy. Now, well, my wife's gone, so I didn't use the fun kits that she has. I made my own. So, got a couple of red solo cups and got the beer pong out. And Zarina, that's our elf's name. Zarina. Okay. Zarina. And that was named by, by Ella when she was a little youngster. Uh, Zarina was playing some beer pong last night, and that's where the kids found her this morning. What kind of game is she playing, Daddy? I just said, I'm eh, just playing, a. Uh, Playing cups. She, that's was what we she like. To laying call it. on her back, passed out. No, the... <laughs> didn't have a didn't have a bottle of Bud Light next to or anything like that. We didn't it, go that far. It's but...
0: it's Christmas uh, Miller yes. after all. Huh?
2: Do you have any suggestions for me though, uh, for the parents out there? Something fun to do is my wife's still going to be gone. Yeah, put uh, plug in Bad Santa, put the kids in front of the TV, and let them watch that. <laughs> that that's a good way to go. You got a tip for Elf on the Shelf? Hit me up at. Trent Condon on Twitter, and give me and we'll see what we come up with here tonight. Speaking of tips, we haven't got your play of the day. Yes, uh, four pack tonight. NBA, I told you, I love the Pistons. They're terrible and they're taking on the Suns, who've won 17. In How a much row. is
0: Garza playing?
2: Uh, eight, twelve minutes a game depends on kind mm-hmm. of injuries, what they do, but he's out there a little bit. You're getting twelve and a half though. I think a letdown spot. Suns coming off that game against the Warriors. I Think you get some value with the Pistons tonight. Grab the points there. What Utah State I mentioned against St. Mary's. Iowa scheduled. They got Utah State at CBS Sports Network at eight. Like Utah State in that spot. I'll be watching that. Gonna play the Bulldogs. They're at home for Valpo in the MVC opener. And the final pick tonight, Oregon State. You know, we're excited. Boy, Iowa State beat Oregon State. They're one and six. Yeah. Yeah. That run to the Elite Eight last year. Uh Some smoke and mirrors there. Cal laying two and a half at home against the Beavers. I will take Cal. Well, enjoy those. I'll be watching
0: Thursday night football, the Cowboys and the Saints. New Orleans is the scene. Six and a half is the number. It's circa.
2: You're playing? No, I'm watching. Couldn't make any more excited. You got to be betting a future afterwards
0: today. <laughs> well, I've already got the Cowboys. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're running out You of get t's. the safes at a good price. I would. Uh, Murph and Andy coming up at one. The Fanatics at three. We're Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.